Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. is on with Mario Lopez. What up? It's Mario Lopez. Joining me now in studio from AMC's The Walking Dead actor Josh McDermott. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So your character is Eugene. You had a big episode on Sunday. Is Eugene going to the dark side? What's up? I mean, I think that's what he's done. That's what it looks like. I don't know for sure what's going on. That's what I keep getting asked. All the fans and Every interview I do, everyone's like, what's going on, man? Is is he full Negan now? And I don't know that, uh, I don't know if he is. I don't know if he isn't. I don't want to know. I told Scott Gimble, our showrunner, like, I don't want to know. That's cool. So you get to, to uh, experience, experience it with it the, like fans. the fans. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I was a big fan of the show before I started working on it. So like, this is a treat for me. You know, I don't want to spoil it ahead yeah. of time and, and all that. Yeah. It's got such a passionate fan base and, and people I you don't even know oh man, man it's a no I do know you the interviewing uh, the, uh, cast members and just people come up to me have you met anybody from you know so they, I mean that's cool when it gets to connect on that level yeah and it's it's worldwide because it airs internationally within the same week it airs in the US so yeah. I was just in Asia and the fans there are even more passionate than wow. the ones in the US like it's really crazy that's a trip and it's awesome because like literally the last show I was on like nobody watched I had to explain what network it was on like they, don't, they hadn't even heard of the network Work and then to go oh from gosh. that to the biggest show in the world is insane. Wow, yeah, that that's a contrast. Hollywood, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood this right is there. trippy, dude. Sitting across from you because twenty years ago I used to work in radio. I interviewed you. Really? Yeah, it that's was like, ironic. It was in Las Vegas. It was at like one of those like radio music awards things, and I don't know what you were promoting, but you were coming through where it's like a conveyor belt where you just go from station to station. Yeah, and everybody's kind of in the room, in yeah. the same room, and, and stuff. so we were yeah. talking like Drew Carey and different people that were like you know huge twenty years ago or whatever. And look at you still kicking around. Wow, well, you <laughs> but, too, buddy. <laughs> I, know. I can't, can't get rid of me. Wow, this is what so a weird to interview you then, and now the tables have turned. Nice man, nice. Yeah. Well, hey, we're still hanging in there. Still I know we're trying, the, man. Beats getting a real job. Job, as my dad would say. I know, absolutely. <laughs> you get a real job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I get back to the show, man. It seems like like every season, there's a moment where Eugene could be killed off. So do yeah. you, do, do I, I know you said you don't ask, but do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, this is the week? 
This is where it's coming. It's yeah. Well, I mean, I'm definitely uh, concerned of when I'm gonna when I'm gonna lose my job. You know, I have bills to pay and things like that. Right. So I want to know that. But they don't even tell us that sort of stuff. They're very vague with what information they do give us. And so we're constantly talking to other people. Like I could talk to Norman Reedus. Like, hey, what does Scott Kimball tell you? Or what do you know about this? Talk to Andrew Lincoln, and he's he never knows anything uh, anything more than I know. And it's a little frustrating, but. I end up becoming obsessed over it. And then I realize, like, if I'm so obsessed over this, I'm going to, like, not really be able to pay attention to this awesome thing in front of me. Right. Like, it's such an amazing show to shoot. Like, I want to be able to enjoy it for what it is instead of just so focused on my death. And the irony is shows like Walking Dead and uh, Game of Thrones, uh, and I'm sure actors don't appreciate it, but as a viewer... Uh, it's 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 great because the beloved characters get killed off. It's like a thing now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you think <laughs> right? about As it, an actor, not, too like, yeah. ago, not too long ago, you, your favorite characters would never never die, die. exactly. And even our show, like people, I don't know that anyone is safe. You say you might yeah. make a you know make a comment like, oh, well, Rick is safe, or they'll never never, pardon me, never kill Carl. But you can't say that these days. You can't say that these yeah. days. I feel like the show would still survive even without those big characters. So. You never know, man. That's what makes it exciting. That's why I watch Game of Thrones. I want to see who's going next. Yeah, week, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. No, but both quality, uh, high quality shows right there. Uh, when you auditioned, since you were already a fan, did was the approach, were you even uh, a little more nervous? Because everyone's sort of you're nervous when they're auditioning or more excited or how did you approach it? I mean, I, I definitely wanted this job more than any job I wanted. Uh, I have a hu- I have a long background in comedy. So like doing, this is my first drama that I've ever done. So this was like, okay, I don't want to screw this up, you know? And especially since it was my favorite show, I didn't want to be the guy who's going to end up screwing that up either. So just coming into it, I I tried to uh, just keep it as real and truthful as possible, but there were definitely some nerves uh, running through my body. And uh, I only read once and the casting director said, okay, thanks. It was nice to meet you. And I went, okay, well, there you go. I didn't get the job. (laughs) (laughs) At least give me a little bit of direction. Let me try this again, you know? And then as I was walking away, they're like, wait, 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 don't leave. Like, what's, you know, where are you from? And like, they wanted to get to know me, which is always a great sign yes, like, when exactly. they don't want to let you leave. And uh, that's when I kind of realized like, oh, okay, this, this might have some traction, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was super excited to do that because like I said, it was my favorite show, man. It was that, a dream. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Auditions are always, yeah, even when you, they, you think they go, they're always the worst. Just the process itself. Just as an actor, it's just I, a trip, right? I just, I want to write a book about every bad audition I've ever had because I don't, I, I broke a casting director's window once in an on audition. Purpose or well, accident. it was an accident, but like okay. they, they say, don't bring props in. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm going to bring this little tennis ball in and you know, for use it for the scene. And I tossed it to um, to the guy that I was reading the scene with, and I didn't know it, but he was cross-eyed. And so oh. the ball, I, awesome I thought he was like, it was a comedy. So I thought he was like selling the crap out of these jokes. Like oh, by crossing no. his eyes, but like he was literally cross-eyed. So I throw the ball at him and it hits him in the face. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he grabs the ball and he tosses it back to me. And I just want to swat the ball like down, but I hit it and it flew to the window, shattered the window, landed on the producer's car below. And I'm like, well. I don't think I'm getting this job. Like it's, <laughs> I was so mortified, man. Oh my like, god! It, it's funny that you say that because I, I was just interviewing um, um, Octavia Spencer, right? And she said we, we were talking about audition. She said the worst audition ever is when I brought a prop in, and she brought a phone in, yeah. and then it started going off. She couldn't get it off. She couldn't <laughs> yeah, turn it off. Trying to be so, yeah. Lessons to uh, uh, 
thespians out there, leave the props at home. Leave the props at leave home. Props but you know what? She's still, I mean, I guarantee, I don't, I, I don't know what she would be auditioning for these days, but if she still does audition, it's still a struggle, man. Yeah. Auditions are not fun. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. There's only probably like, literally like eight people who probably don't have to audition. I, I mean, really, right? Because yeah. then you get to a certain level and certain actors are competing for certain things. Right. Justin Timberlake, as a matter of fact, told me the other day when he was auditioning for something, I go, wait a minute, really? You had to read for something? Which is a trip. Yeah. He's Justin Timberlake. And he's great. But, but he's like, probably going up against, who knows, Ryan Gosling or something. You know what I mean? You never or, know. You never you, know. They, so the yeah. directors, the producers, they want to yeah. see exactly what you're yeah. going to bring. to it's, They know you're capable, but let's just right, see right, what right. your take is on it. Exactly. Exactly. I'll keep them humble that way too, right? Yeah, right. Keep them humble. <laughs> so uh, what... what what do you see Eugene doing, or what have you? Uh, what have you come to learn about your character uh, coming up? Well, I mean, he's certainly made these decisions to cross over to the dark side. So I think that uh, he's going to continue to be confronted with those um, choices. Like, is he certainly turning his back on on Rick's group? Is that going to be a good thing for him and bad thing? I mean, we're starting to see some of these communities come together. They want to fight Negan and they want to start this war. Which side of the war is, Negan, or is uh, Eugene going to be on? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a struggle for him. I think the thing that he wants more than anything is to just not be scared. He doesn't want to feel that fear that he feels every time he's in Negan's presence. So I think if he's able to align himself with the apex predator, um, he's definitely going to feel better, not going to feel that fear, and hopefully he stays alive for a long time. I, I say turn against Rick. That would I mean, be awesome. I'm, I'm a couple seasons behind, but like I'm done with Rick. Like he's made too many bad decisions. <laughs> You're over him until you, until your character and some others showed up. I was like, Rick should just die already. Like, if you think about it, man, this show would be a completely different show if we had followed Shane instead of Rick. Oh yeah, or if we were even following Negan instead of oh Rick. completely, I mean, we would be yeah. Team Negan all the way. But it's like yeah, Rick has definitely made some questionable decisions, but he's a flawed human. Yeah. Yeah, True. yeah, no. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's been great as the villain, man. He's crazy. And and awesome. wait a minute, you're 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 busy. You're also popping up in the new version of Twin Peaks. Yeah, I can't talk about that, man. You're not going to get spoilers out of me. Are Another you? secretive show that you can't really. They're talk even about. more secretive than Lynch? The Walking did Dead. I did. I shouldn't say that, but I did. <laughs> wait, why can't you say that? Because That's not I get an email away. like once a week, like, "Hey, just a reminder, shut up." Really? That's what they. I mean, they do not want us talking about anything. But it was also. I did. Uh, I did get to meet David, and I mean, he's very eclectic, very eccentric. Is he just His a daughter Jennifer Lynch does uh, directs a bunch of our episodes, so I've gotten to work with her. And I, I didn't know what was going on, and they bring me over to David to meet him, and he's getting a haircut on set <laughs> while he's like, you know, shouting through one of those megaphones. It's player, like, right Put there. Put the light higher. <laughs> <a> multitasker. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is this is my David Lynch story. This is pretty <laughs> awesome. And I said, hey, I've, I've worked with your daughter Jen a bunch, and he just looked me up and down and went, okay. <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> I was tight. like, all right, man, great. He's a rogue. I love it. I love it. Well, good for you, man. Doing a lot yeah, of great work fun, with a lot of man. cool people right Thank here. Thank you. Uh, your Wikipedia page says you are a qualified hot air balloon pilot. Yeah. That's a real story, huh? That's a real thing. I grew up in Phoenix where uh, a lot of hot air balloons there in the Southwest and yeah. uh, Southern California, Phoenix, uh, New Mexico. I had a scheduled hot, my first hot air balloon ride my my wife and I and then it rained so we didn't get to go oh obviously. that sucks much to her yeah it sucked for me she was all happy about it because I was trying to convince her the crazy thing is though you got to be there like at 5 30 because we were doing the 
the sunrise move. Yeah, that's a mean one. You got you can't party too you, hard. Uh, you got to get before. up early. That was I mean, as a kid when I because we did it. Our family had a hot air balloon. Like How we didn't have a business or anything. It's yeah. just like some people might have a boat or mountain you bikes. You had a hot air we balloon a, or a car. Wait, was your dad? <laughs> or my dad had a hot air balloon. Like wait, and, and was he just a, a big fan of he it? Got a, he got a ride once and was like, he got off the the balloon. And he was like, I'm buying a hot air balloon. That was amazing. <laughs> Awesome. How, how, how does one fly one, and what's the maintenance? It's, uh, well, heat rises, and so you trap the heat within the envelope of the balloon, the actual right. balloon, and but so how that do you makes con- you, d- d- you navigate. let the wind control you, man. Really? So you're, you're so, just kind of at the mercy of nature. Basically. And it's not you, as dangerous as it sounds. <laughs> because because if you, you go out a little bit, and when you want to return, how does that process <laughs> Um, you just well, return to a different place. Yeah, you really. But you have a chase vehicle. So um, what oh. I did most of the time, because I am a pilot, but what I would do most of the time is chase my dad in the balloon in a like a pickup <laughs> truck, and we just that's go running through the desert looking. Oh, that's kind of cool. We have uh, radios and we communicate, and he's because yeah. he has a bird's eye view, so he's like, "Look, there's homes here. I'm going to fly over them, and then there's a field on the other side. That's where I'm going to put it down." Yeah. And so he would tell me what because he could see me, and he would tell me what road to drive down and stuff like that. But um, yeah, basically, you send up a little uh, helium balloon and you watch where it heads, uh, where the wind takes it, and you go, well, that's where we're going. Sometimes the wind's too much. You don't want to go when the wind is too heavy. So you got to gauge all that. You got to gauge all of that. And then you just basically change your altitude because at different altitudes, the wind is blowing in different directions. Right. So generally, most of it might be heading west, but you know, there might be some wind that's taking you north. You just got to find the altitude where that's going to happen. That's fascinating. How many people can fit in a basket? Depends on the basket. The basket we had, we could probably fit about six people. That's a lot. It's That's a lot, a of lot but there's some baskets that hold like 20 people. What? Yeah. 20 people baskets? Yeah, because those are like the companies. Dang. They want to take you up and... and but can you, know. like, can you imagine being a teenager and your dad's like, well, it's Saturday. I'm going to go up. Come follow me. <laughs> like, and yeah, and then I had and to your whole Saturday is, Yeah, it's gone. Like, I, like, I'm up at 4 a.m. Right, the early morning. You're like I chasing you. your dad. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Yeah, it was That's really... cool. People are like, man, did you ever like take girls up there? I'm like, no, man. <laughs> girls don't find that cool. Like, you're a weirdo. You have a balloon. Hi, Hey. You know, I'm not like a. I'm not flying a plane. That's, sexy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nothing sexy about time. balloons. Get a little wine up there. I don't know. You know. That's cool, man. Smell like propane, <laughs> right, baby? Come here. Let me kiss you. That's awesome. Before I let you go, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers. All right. All right. Go to karaoke song. Um, uh, the White Snake song. Here, here I go, go again. again. Classic. Uh, you can sell the crap out of it. Hell that yeah! One. You can get the crowd involved right <laughs> yeah, there. That's yeah, a crowd yeah. pleaser right there. Number one show on your DVR, aside from Walking Dead? Uh, the Americans. Getting caught up on that, man. I love it. I've, I've, only, seen, I've only seen season one because it. it was only available on the DVDs from Netflix, and right. I never watched those, but it was awesome. No, I'm hearing great. It's just so much. There's so much TV. Yeah. Favorite zombie movie? Um, Dawn of the Dead. Mine too. Great movie. Back, and then great. Song where, when you see it when you're a kid, you're like, whoa. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, I'm not, I, I came to that later in my life too because I, uh, I, I actually don't like horror movies. I get scared. Hmm. So I, I've been catching up on everything yeah. since uh, that I missed one. when I was a kid. First car. Uh, it was the pickup truck we used to <laughs> chase the hot air balloon. It was uh, a Chevy, 77 Chevy pickup. There you go. Yeah. Celebrity crush growing up. Uh, Soleil Moon Fry. Punky Brewster? Punky Brewster, man. Wow, really, huh? Ah, the, was it the freckles her. I got you or the mismatched clothes? Was, was just, she was just like, she was her own person. <laughs> mismatched clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what did it. Well, I don't know. Maybe thought it was hot, dude. I, I, the gear, she was those pigtails. <laughs> no. 
He could be a little freaky. All right. Uh, time travel destination. Uh, Paris in the 20s. We get that a lot. There you go. Well, uh, uh, what was that, that movie, that Woody Allen movie? That he, yeah, Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Paris. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my he made wife, it appealing. <laughs> my wife is is French. Uh, she's American, but she's French ancestry, and a lot of her family still lives over there. We spent so much time there, and I just walk around going, this would be amazing to be in Paris yeah. in the 20s. If like you that. could kill one character on The Walking Dead, who would it be? Baby Judith. Okay, that, that makes sense. Too. Yeah, he's thought about yeah. that. No, she's a liability. <laughs> she is a liability. It's, uh, yeah. I don't want to like, kill a baby, but like if if I could write her out, I would do. Right, right, right. right. What's what's your go to weapon in a zombie apocalypse? Um, I like the ha- a hammer, like a big heavy hammer. Man, it's got a claw. It's blunt. You can just grip it. Reusable. It's very reusable. You got to get in there, but you, you got to get close. Come in. It's not, it's not a like long a distance sword, deal. If you have a sword, like you got to learn how to use the sword. Cut yourself. Cut yourself a bunch. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, a hammer, it's like everyone can use that. Yeah, and you get a good workout. I'm sure it's going to be pretty heavy. Look at this. He cares about a workout in the apocalypse. <laughs> zombie apocalypse. You can when am I going to fit in some time to work Would out? You? you get stay in shape. You got zombies attacking you. You're, you're going to want to be in shape. You're in shape because you're starving. Your ass, your ass is going to be winded and a zombie's going to get you. I will be, my stamina will carry me through. Would Cardio do, is very important. Would you do jujitsu on a zombie? Like, would you wrap them up? No, I, you can't I, grapple. I, no, I, I, you could. No, because if they scratch you and stuff. Well, no, well, that's why you got to be slick about it. But I, <laughs> that wouldn't be my first go-to line of defense. I'd have to jab on the outside. <laughs> I'd have to start with boxing and then maybe resort to that. I love this conversation. Anyway, The Walking Dead airs Sundays on AMC, of course. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Josh McDermott. Thanks for stopping yeah, by, man. Thanks for having me, man. On with Mario Lopez. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.